The business can run you 365 days. Correct. The question is, are you running the business? When you look back in your life, was there a bad decision that you made and then how did you correct it? You know, the only people that don't make bad decisions are the Monday night quarterbacks <laughs> that analyze Sunday's games, yeah. what went wrong. Yeah. I don't know an entrepreneur that didn't make a bad decision. I don't know a friend of mine that didn't make a bad decision. You know, every year I have a couple of town hall meetings, especially with a property management mm -hmm. team. And I say one thing, I want you to make decisions. And if you made the wrong decision, come forward and say, this is the wrong decision, let's fix it and go on with life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I made bad decisions. What matters is how fast did I realize I made a the wrong decision yep. and what did I do about it? Don't procrastinate. I did procrastinate sometimes. Today, I make the decisions faster. When I realize I made a mistake, deal with it, correct it, go on with life. One more important thing for every entrepreneur, for every CEO, everyone who runs a company and deals with people, and as I said, it's all about people. When you procrastinate on people decision, everybody around you sees that. Yeah. So people decision has to be the fastest decisions you make. Fire hire, the fastest decisions you make. You have to put all the effort into it. You have to have all the records. You have to have everything right. But when you procrastinate on Letting someone go that is a cancer or a problem. And I had a couple of those that people came to me and said, what took you so long? Yeah. And you knew you have to do I it. I think every business owner has gone through that has had more yeah. than three employees. And you, and you knew you had to do so it. <laughs> yeah. But whether it's your conscience, you didn't feel well, or, you know. We can coach them. We can make it right. Yeah. Even if you know you can't coach them yeah. and, you can, and it's a lost case. Something bother you to let them go, and everybody uh, around you go, hmm, he's not doing his job. Yeah. So make a decision and act. Previously on the Karmali Exchange. If we can give some advice to those business owners who really don't know or could do a better job at running a business, what advice would you give? If you're busy working your craft, every week have minimum of two hours preferably twice two hours a week, that no phone, no email, you just work on the company and not in the company. Let me circle back to the point where you said work on your business. What the heck do you mean by that? You know, um, I have problems every day. Oh, you too? Fantastic. <laughs> we get, you know, this, uh, this tenant is not happy, this landlord is not happy. The business can run you 365 days. Correct. The question is, are you running the business? And when I talk about working on the business is, think about how do I grow the business? Think about, do I have the right people in the business? Who, who do I want to recruit? Which new uh, avenues I want to develop? Uh, we didn't have property management a few years ago. 2006, I bought a small company. Uh, they had 300,000 square feet under uh, property management. We are now over 5.3 mil. Think about how you can contribute to the, your business. Think about how do I work with my brokers to make them better. So I meet with them every three months. I go over their next 90 days business and go over how can I improve you. 
we did last year we did a shitload of uh, training with outside uh, outside experts right uh, on sales on real estate this is working on the company because if i would be busy now brokering deals i don't have time to think about okay how do i make the young guys successful how do i lead them to success because you invest so much time and money in them you want them to be successful because yeah. if i broker a deal i'm in the company if I'm dealing just with the emails that I get every day, I'm in the company. So I was part of tech and then McKay, and now I, pair, I work with a business coach, which is, I, I think it's a must for every business owner. Um, so those are the things that I mean by when I say I work on the company. We have so many hours a day and so many hours a week, and we all have families and kids and whatever. You have to find that time that you work on the growth, on the potential, on the the next phase of the company. Both of us have something else in common. We both have a show or and a podcast on Chorus Radio. Yes. Calgary Next is your show. Yes. You're crushing it. You're doing great in that show. And that's from the rankings and that's from the listenership. It's doing fantastic. You get to chat with business owners in the, in the market. Tell me how that's all started and oh. what made you actually do that? Because you're doing so much. You really don't have to do this, but you're doing it. So as I mentioned, I was chairing the CD, uh real estate advisory committee. And when oil dropped here and Calgary got into this issue of vacancies and reduced values in downtown properties and the whole tax issue, there was one common thread, everybody was crying. And maybe I do look at the cup half full all the time. And I got sick and tired. I said, you know what guys, I did it four years, I'm resigning. And then I went to a friend of mine that works for Chorus. I have an idea. Yeah. Why don't we do a show that is just good news? Everybody talks about what's going on today. Interest rate up, COVID in, flu, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Ukraine, it's all important. Yes. But nobody's talking about the good news that we have in the city. Yeah. And it's amazing how much good news we have. Yeah. This is the idea, but I want to have a lady from the business community that is a co-host because I think it will be good synergy. Tara, I didn't know she was on TV. I, was, I just came as an immigrant after she left TV. Okay. Tara I know very well because she is my spin instructor. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew she was a high at uh, Meg Energy and then I knew she told me she started her own leadership and consulting firm. So I offered it to her. And she said, yeah, why not? We sat in this office. I explained to her the, what my vision is. And when I understood that the people on the radio know Tara, I said, Tara, you're going to sell the idea. Yeah. And she goes, it's your brainchild. I said, who cares? Yeah. We have to sell the idea. And the rest is history. And I guess we're on the radio just because of my face, because if it was Tara, I probably would be on global TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting, because you know, on, on my first show, um, with my business partner, Dave Popovich, we similar experience. We wanted to have a piece into the financial community, but we didn't want to have a financial show. I don't want to be talking about stock market all the time or bonds and how, all and how to make money because that's all over the place. People can get that kind of information. But when you enter a certain lifestyle and a certain point in life, it's more than money, hence the name of our show. And that was a big piece for us to say, this is an opportunity for us to create an understanding about the world of retirement is way different than just what's in your portfolio. What's retirement? Exactly, yeah, you will have to talk about that. And that's a good segue, because I wanted to chat with you about that. You've been doing this for a long time. You've been involved in the market, in your business, and at some point people might be looking saying, 
might be time. Might be time to step away. When does a business owner know? Because it's different with, like, say, an athlete. Your, your physical body can't do it. But with an individual like yourself or many of the peers, we had dinner together not too long ago, yeah. and I looked around the table. There's some people with a lot of experience. You surrounded me around a lot of people with a lot of experience, and they're not quitting. They're like, I'm not done. I'm, I've got a lot to accomplish. Were you the youngest at the table? One of them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when do you know? I'll share with you a story. Sure. I have an older brother. He's 11 years older than me, and he retired many years ago. He came to visit, and he cornered my wife one day I was at work and he said why doesn't he retire why doesn't he sell and retire and my wife says if he retires he will die yeah I have Barclay Street real estate I'm running a real estate investment fund called Triumph I do the radio show I'm on the board of TCN and I'm on the board of Beta Lochem which is the organization of uh, uh, wounded soldiers I think it's a personal decision because I see people say, oh, Freedom 55 or Freedom 60. I say, what? I'm free. Yeah. I enjoy what I'm doing. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. So I'm free. Like, is free selling Barclays Street now, retiring from Triumph and going to Safeway with my wife, becoming a Velcro husband? <laughs> is that free? Or sitting at home? I'm not a golfer. Uh, what else do we play here or we have here? You don't RV around everywhere? You don't RV. camping and stuff? Yeah, no. no. I've done camping in the army. I do <laughs> not done. do camping anymore. <laughs> the camping in the army is, was enough for yeah. me. So I don't understand the word retirement. Like, I can't stop. Like, and you do the same, right? You have your show and you have, you have two shows. You, yeah. know, you have your channel and you have your show. You have your work and you have family and you have kids. I have two grandkids and three kids and... It, it's who I am. You've been doing this for a long time, and one part that I noticed about you versus a lot of your peers is that you're involved in the community locally. And, and I'm speaking not only within your faith, but within charitable organizations, with other groups as well. You've really immersed yourself into the community. People know who you are, not only for what you do, but how kind an individual you are, but how, also how you get involved. When did that happen? When did that say, you know what? <laughs> I need to do this. And it, was it a business decision or is it something else? Thank God my wife is not here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this since, since I started working, you know, after my army service. And uh, since 1985, I'm involved in, in community service. I think if you're not part of the community, you're losing. You get way more when you give. Hmm. You get way more when you give. I just, I, it comes natural to me. Um, since, I don't know, age 20-something, I was already involved in community charities, organizations, sports club, you name it. I was always involved in that. So I, 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 can't, I can't live without it. I can't think about a day that I wasn't involved in any community. Do you find that business owners, generally speaking, who are involved in the community, have longevity in their business or longevity as entrepreneurs? Or do you find that it, if you kind of just focus on you, don't worry about everybody else and keep going, that's the better route? Ah, it's an interesting question. I never thought about it this way. And you know, I'm going now name by name and all the people I'm kind of in touch with uh, that I call friends or accountants or clients, they're all involved in, in some capacity in, and their organizations are very successful and striving and, 
you know, whether it's their individual people that I know and or that it's people that are CEOs or whatever the title is. Let's look at the business community in this city. We'll start here and I'm sure it can transcend around the world. Where are the opportunities for businesses today? <laughs> the opportunity is called people. It's that motivation that people have, the entrepreneurs, to do something else, to take risk, to take, to jump forward, to jump into the cold water and, and start swimming. Mm-hmm. The opportunities are there. It's the people that have to make the decision and the faith in their own ability to make that first step, which is the toughest of all. Absolutely. And we usually put hurdles in front of our own legs. We don't need anyone else to do it. We do it very well to ourselves. We procrastinate on decisions. That's why I say it's tough for me to tell you the opportunity is in this industry or in this industry because from our show, I was shocked to see how many high-tech companies we have in town. It's amazing. I was shocked to see the film industry. I had no clue that the film industry in Calgary is almost a billion bucks. Look at that. The opportunities are out there. I'm shocked every time we have guests that come to us and never heard about the industry, never heard about those opportunities. And I think that in today's market, with all the disruption, the positive disruption, And for me, being an old guy, the disruption sometimes bothers me, but I know it's a positive disruption and I know it's good for us. That's what creates a lot of opportunities. You just have to make the decision to jump forward. And, you know, there is one more thing to do with entrepreneurs. If If your plan is to have your company or your place that you just work there, maybe stay for a salary. No headache. You don't have to. No work risk. With, don't have to work with uh, CRA. You don't have to work with accountant. Just get a salary. But if you think a little bit bigger and you are able to have the time to work on your business nonstop, not just in your business, these are the opportunities that people should uh, explore. David, thank you for having me in your office in your area. Doing this a great show. Today. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for watching. Make sure to check out the full interview to get even more business tips and insights. Remember to subscribe and follow me on social media at Faisal Carmel.